0: Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Hello and welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast and today is episode 52. That is special to me because that means that I have officially made it through a year of podcasting. That's huge for me. I don't think that I've ever had a project like this independent of like work or school that was like more so socially encouraged that I ever made it through a full year of consistent action. So I want to give myself a huge pat on the back today and in in inspiration for today I'm doing a topic that is so fresh. <laughs> this just happened. And I've been looking for a topic for this podcast. And I was gonna record this one next week, but I'm like, you know what? Some time has been freed up, and this is exactly the right place for me to be. So today we're talking about not taking things personally. And let me tell you why I'm telling you this story and <laughs> doing this podcast. So I have been seeing someone for about two months now, and it's been going really good. Like I've been using all the tools I teach. I'm like re- managing my emotions, I'm not expecting them to be anything they aren't and all this stuff. And I made plans for them to hang out this Friday and they, you know, I was all excited. I spent all day long. I had the day off. It was great. I spent all day rearranging my apartment cleaning and everything. And it wasn't really just for him. Like, let me be honest. But you know, that was kind of in the back of my mind, right? Like, oh, it's going to be so cute and romantic. I bought flowers and um, I like got candles. It's just cute. You know, I like romance. I'm totally into it. And I planned the whole day, and we were going to walk down to a restaurant that just opened up, and they just got a liquor license, so we were going to get some beers together. And then I was going to take him to my friend's house, and we were all planned to play. Like, we made plans. I made plans with my friends to go play video games, and they were going to, some of the friends that haven't met him yet, we're going to meet him and just hang out. It was going to be wonderful, right? I had this whole thing planned. It was all cute in my head. I had the whole thing. I'm romantic. (laughs) So, um, anyways, he texted me, like, a little while ago. It's right now I'm recording this podcast. It is 6 o'clock on the 28th of July. It's a Friday. And I'm sitting alone in my apartment and it's all done up, by the way. It looks really cute in here. Like I spent all day long. The lights are on. I have my flowers behind me. Um, I like put mood lighting up because I'm extra. And he texted me like half an hour ago and said, hey, I'm just getting off work. I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to go and have dinner and shower and then I'll come over. And I'm like, well, it's 530. Like, you know, I immediately I freaked out and I didn't do this with him. Um, my brain wanted to freak out and I'm like, by the time he gets here, it's like nine o'clock. So there goes our dinner plans. And then why even come here? He has a dog. So, um, I live about 35, 40 minutes away from him. So the plan was he was going to come here, spend the whole, pretty much the whole afternoon evening here. And then I was going to go to his house and we're going to spend the night, but, um, I'm like, there's no place at all for you to come here. Why would you spend 40 minutes driving here? And then 40 minutes driving back for us to be here for like an hour. It makes no sense. So. Um, long story short, I just ended up canceling the plans. I gave him an out. I'm like, why don't we just not hang out tonight? And he agreed. And um, I want you to tell to tell you that like old Andrew, or I should say young Andrew, before he had the life coaching tools, would have freaked out and made it mean something really bad about me and got angry and defensive. And then what I would have done is end up pushing him away in a way that may or may not be justified. So I wanna tell you what I was thinking when I first did this So before I ever responded, once he started acting kind of weird about the plans and I felt that like I felt like literal visceral heat coming out of my chest. So I'm like, oh my God, this is a really heavy emotion. I don't want to do any action from this emotion. So already took much better action than I used to have. And I sat down with myself and I like I wrote out a model, a self-coaching model. And if you guys don't know, that's okay. Pretty much what I did was write down the fact of what happened. He canceled. He's like canceling the dinner date. And then I felt the emotion. I think it was really pissed off. <laughs> And I'm like sitting with the emotion and I'm like, I'm really feeling it. I'm just sitting letting it, letting it vibrate through me without any kind of action. I'm like, I'm not gonna take any action with this emotion right now. Let me just sit with it, be curious with it and allow myself the compassionate space to feel it before I act on it. Um, And I did. And I'm like, I really think this emotion is like anger, almost like rage, you guys. (laughs) And it's like, why would I be feeling rage when somebody cancels a dinner plan? And the thought that I actually got to, it was, there was a whole bunch of thoughts. Um, It was like, he doesn't respect my time. He doesn't want to hang out, all these things. But pretty much the main thought that all the other thoughts circled around was that he doesn't care about me. And I was pissed off about it. But really when I sat with the emotion and that one dissipated, I was really feeling hurt. And it was like a really, like I sat down and I said this out loud. I'm so weird, but I did this. I like, I grabbed my chest and I held it right in the middle of my, my chest. And I said, I used to think that my heart was on the left side of my body. I was told that as a kid. And I'm like, I know that it's not now because I can feel the heaviness in my chest right now over the pain I'm feeling. Um, making, making his decision to cancel plans means something like he doesn't care about me. And I felt really hurt and I just sat down with it and I'm like, you know, I I figured out how does this emotion make me want to act? And it's kind of funny. Honestly, I have a bottle of wine here (laughs) that I was going to drink with him. I got him wine too. Like we're just going to chill and have a bottle of wine before dinner. And, um, yeah, I wanted to drink that. So that's great. I also wanted to like angrily text him back and push him away. I wanted to call him and tell him it wasn't respectful and all this stuff. And I think that the result I wanted is like, I wanted to show him that I didn't care about him. And I think that's absolutely normal for when people feel hurt, they get defensive and then they try to hurt the person that they think has hurt them. And I'm really happy I did this work. I'm really happy because I don't want to hurt the person I'm seeing. I really don't. Um, and I also don't want to feel hurt. So I sat with the emotions. I, under, I kind of uncovered everything. And it's like, I took a deep breath and I'm like, it's okay. I just told it's okay. You can, you can cancel night. It's really all right. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to, I didn't tell them this part, but I am planning on doing something really nice for myself before I hang out with my friends tonight. Like, I want to go take myself to dinner, and I don't know, I'm going to do something really cute and nice. I haven't showered yet, but I'm going to dress up for it, nicer than I would have. And I just think that that feels really good to me. And I literally stood in front of the mirror and told myself that I love me and I'm important and I'm valued and nothing's gone wrong. And wow, I just feel so much more centered. And it's so easy in our lives to take anything somebody does or says, whether it's a romantic partner you're seeing or somebody you're married to or... Like a friend or a brother or a sister or a parent, it's so easy to take it and make it mean something really bad about you. And it's okay to do that. It's not wrong. But when you sit down and you actually bring awareness to the emotions that you're feeling and the thoughts that are creating them, you know, and the facts that have created the whole situation. You know, the awareness often leads to a much better place than the unawareness. And I want you guys to know, I didn't feel like doing thought work in that moment when he was canceling dinner. I felt really hurt and I really wanted to reach out to him and be like, totally be bitchy and everything. But I'm like, woman, I asked myself this question, you guys, (laughs) I ask myself this question all the time now. I really want to be in 10 years, have a business with employees and, and really be a prominent figure in the coaching industry. I want to be well known. I want to be very successful. And I asked myself, you know, with genuine, a genuine desire for the answer, I said, who, would I be, you know, who am I going to be in 10 years? How would that person act in this situation? <laughs> I hated the answer. It was sit down with the emotion and figure out what's going on before you ever act. <laughs> and I really didn't like that answer, but I did it. I did it. And I'm so glad that I did. I, I, I want to be completely honest with you guys, though. I'm still feeling a little bit hurt over the situation, but so much of it is dissipated now that I can actually look at the thoughts I was thinking that were creating it. It's like, yes, he canceled dinner, but does that actually mean he doesn't care about me? It might not. Like he literally worked 13 hours today. He's totally workaholic. Like that's insane. I literally had the day off and I cleaned my apartment. I went out with my brothers. Like I did some random productive stuff, made content. It wasn't like a heavy day. So him not wanting to get dinner, doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't care about me. But I do want to say this. This work is not all about brainwashing yourself into believing things that are going to have you get stepped on without boundaries. I think that when we start learning how to do thought work, we can just think the thought that we have is well, we nothing's a problem. We can just think everything away. But it's like, actually, no, I, I do want to make this opportunity as a boundary. Like I do want to think and I will. This is a thought that I'm choosing that I think it's disrespectful. He canceled last minute because I, I assume that he knew he was going to do that um, and maybe he didn't. But even if he did or didn't know, I, th- I still find it disrespectful to cancel plans. And I don't make plans very often anymore that I'm not going to honor. And I don't like that he did that. So I'm not going to act like I like it. I'm not going to act like it didn't hurt a little bit um, because I was very excited for it. But doing this work definitely cleaned up so much of that energy. And it's given me a plan of action. You know, I reached out to him. I said, do whatever you need to do tonight. That's really okay. And then next time, I'm going to make him plan the date. And he's going to he's going to do it. And I will actually show up on it. Right. Like I show up to the commitments I make, but I'm not going to plan another date for him in between him doing it for me first. (laughs) And I don't think that that's unfair. It's like I plan the whole day, you know, so I want him to do it if he's going to cancel the plans. I think it's, you know, my personal idea that seems fair is fine. If you cancel this one, then the next one you have to figure out and you invite me to, and you take me out. <laughs> that seems like something that I can get behind. And I want you guys to know this too. Now that I've said, it, it's not necessarily a boundary, but now that I have handled it from emotional adulthood, I've taken responsibility for me, my emotions, my actions, and I figured out what I want from him from a clean place, not an angry or hurt place. It's going to go really good. I won't have any resentment next time I see him. Right? Like I'm excited for him to take me out on a nice date. <laughs> and that'll, that'll be wonderful. So So many times in our life, we feel hurt and we feel so justified in it. And when we can look at why we're feeling hurt and what actually happened and separate out like the facts from the thoughts, we can mitigate a lot of the pain. And then we can also, more importantly, act in a way that we want to act um, that actually is in alignment with ourselves. So I think I've mentioned it before, but I like to say that I'm in the business of helping people get out of unnecessary suffering. Remember, life is 50-50. That means that just half of things that present themselves in life are going to be kind of crappy feeling, and the other half is going to be great, right? It's just like that duality that creates our life experience. And there's part of suffering in life that you just can't do anything about except for just feel it, allow it. And then there's also the suffering that comes with us telling a story in our mind about the circumstances. So... I think for me to feel a little bit disappointed, upset, um, even a little bit irritated, and the whole thing, I think, disrespected a little bit, I think that that's okay. I think that that's just part of the 50% that, that sucks when people change their plans on you on, you know, abruptly, especially plans that you're excited for. But the other 50% is the backlash, the retaliation that comes from being hurt, um, the story in my mind about somebody not caring about me because they changed their plans, because they had a long work day, or whatever the reasons are. And it's just important to be mindful and really sit with yourself and ask, like, do I want to be upset about this? And for me to answer this question honestly, it's like I kind of do want to be upset about the time thing again. Like I think it's disrespectful to change plans last minute, especially if you kind of you know knew that that was going to happen, which it kind of sounded like that all day. And I asked him, and he reassured me we we're going to do this. So I do want to be a little bit irritated in this situation, but I don't want to be hurt. <laughs> so um, and because of that, it's like I'm going to draw a, pop, a proper boundary about what I want for the next date. And I'm not going to make it mean anything bad about me and we can still have a loving relationship that's amazing and we can still care about each other and whatever he does and says doesn't have to mean anything against me, my worthiness, my worth, my character, anything about me that's negative. And in the past, I would have definitely made it mean something bad about me. Like I remember, uh, oh my gosh, I was going to a trip with my ex, my first really, I fell in love and the plane got canceled or something and he didn't seem that bummed out about it. It was like whatever. And I took it so personally. I remember literally uncontrollably sobbing at the airport in Detroit, Detroit Metro for like five to eight hours. I was just sobbing uncontrollably (laughs) until I got picked up. It was like, oh man, I just think back now. It's like, holy crap. So the reason I picked this situation to make my 52, 52nd episode is because I just can't believe how much this work has changed my life. Even just to know that my thoughts are optional is life. It's a game changer. And then to understand that those are creating my emotions is huge. And then to see that my emotions are driving my actions is amazing to know that. It's like this, like, you know, every single day, every day in my life now, first of all, it's my life is much better. Just having emotional regulation and being able to question what I think and believe and choose things that serve me. Like, oh, my life is so much better now. But also, I just am actually living the life that I want, and I'm so proud of the person I am. I'm so proud about how how I responded to the situation. I'm so proud I'm not making it mean anything bad about me, and it's just like amazing. It's amazing. I've really only been using these tools for about two years, I would say, um, since I applied to become uh, certified through the Life Coach School and really get into life coaching, and my life has changed so much. Even from the first episode, I remember it's called "What It Takes." And it's like going through the discomfort and everything of being a business owner and really going after your dreams. That's episode one on this podcast. And like I look back on the episode, I'm like, holy crap, I actually did it. (laughs) And I'm still doing it. There's no finish line, right? Like I'm going to be doing this the rest of my life. But the last year has been very, very uncomfortable for me. I've done so many things of putting myself out there. I've put out ads that get rejected, like literally rejected on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. I've put out ads that get laughed at. I make content that gets laughed at. I've had client sessions that don't go perfect. I've had mistakes I've made. I've had people want money back. I've had money insecurity like crazy. I've had all these doubts and fears and imposter syndrome. But you know what? Every single day I redecide in the morning after like a second of freaking out sometimes. <laughs> I redecide that this is the life that I want and I'm going to handle it with emotional adulthood and I'm going to manage my emotions. And I'm going to show up like the person that I see myself being in 10 years. And I just feel so good about that. So remember, whatever anybody says or does or anything outside of you that you can't control, that's a circumstance. It's completely neutral. It really doesn't feel neutral sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes you're like, no, I'm feeling really, really hurt because he canceled dinner. And it's like, no, you're not feeling hurt because he canceled dinner. You're feeling hurt because you're making that mean that he doesn't care about you and that you're not worthy and that he doesn't value your time. And that you're going to be alone forever. Like that thought went through my head. I've coached clients through that thought before. And that one went through my head. I literally am like, I was, and it's funny because once I just wrote out my thoughts that were creating all the emotions, like half of the emotion went away. I looked at the thought I have it written down. He doesn't care about me. I'm like, wait a minute. He just canceled dinner. Does it really mean he doesn't care about me? Couldn't it just mean that he's more interested in getting rest or hanging out or he just doesn't want to go out to dinner tonight with anyone? Like, why does it have to be something bad about me? And I realize it doesn't. So just writing down your thoughts and looking at them before you act and seeing what's actually creating that emotion, naming the emotion. I didn't even know what emotion I was feeling. If I wouldn't have done this work, what I would have done is totally avoid the situation. I would have gone to my friend's house tonight and I would have tried to numb over the emotions that I was avoiding with something like beer or I would have snacked more than I'm going to now. You know, I wouldn't have gone crazy on the numbing, but it would have been more than I had to. And now it's like, I'm going to go and have a wonderful dinner with myself. I'm going to go have a beer and sit outside on the deck. That's where I wanted to go and just chill and have a beautiful salad. And then we'll go to my friend's house. And maybe I'll still have a couple beers because that's what our plan was for the night or I don't know, a glass of wine and enjoy my night. But it's not going to be coming from avoiding anything negative. It's going to be coming from knowing that I can handle a situation, process my emotions, deal with whatever situation comes along, make it mean something that doesn't hurt me, and I can enjoy my life. So I'm going to have a fantastic weekend. I am going to talk to this guy again. And just, I haven't told him about the date thing, but I want him to make, if he wants to go hang out again, I think it's appropriate that he sets up the date and he plans it like I did tonight and I will show up on it. So I'm just so happy that this is the outcome. I'm so happy that I was able to make a podcast out of this. And also, I want you guys to know, I have to show you this. I bought the world's smallest violin. Me and my friend Hannah, we the one that does the intro for this podcast, Um, we bought these little violins last year off Amazon. They're like $14. Way overpaid for them. I way overpaid. But it does the smallest violin song, and I've just been waiting to play this. And I was sitting on my couch earlier feeling my little pity party about plans being changed. And I just remember that I had this, and I want to play it for you. <laughs> and it made me laugh. So whenever we find ourselves making uh, you know, making us feel unworthy or not good enough because of somebody else's action, just remember that little violin and then let's figure out what thoughts are creating and let's get over it and make ourselves feel worthy and loved. Stand in front of a mirror today and remind yourself that you is kind, <laughs> you is smart, and you is important. Have a lovely night. I'm going to go have a wonderful date with myself. All right. See you guys next week.